Hello and welcome everyone to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined as always by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Ash Polson, along with our very special guest, Mikonos fan, aka Chris, as that's probably what I'm going to be calling him for uh, the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> Chris and I, Mikonis and I have been known each other for quite a while, and uh, good to have you on the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you. I was thinking, how long have we known each other? Six years? Maybe? Something like that. A more? We met at a con because, yeah. you know, you're with uh, Find the Computer Room, <laughs> so yeah. I just, you know, all you guys are hanging out, and it's like, oh, these guys are crazy. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a manic energy when we get together, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, God, yeah. yes. <laughs> there is no comparing it. Uh, it, yeah. it's, it's quite wonderful. And, but you've been also, uh, you know, doing your own channel stuff and, uh, really making a name for yourself, I think. So that's been cool. Plus I've had you do, uh, Yakuza reviews for us in the past, at least on GS. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, don't, you should have told that. me that because I've been playing Yakuza <laughs> like a dragon. Now I just want to talk about that with you, man. Shit. That you should have. <laughs> yeah. You liking it? <laughs> oh, I liking it. No, I'm loving it, man. Are you <laughs> kidding me? This game's amazing. <laughs> Although I yeah, did really just is. hit the unfortunate pacing part later in the game where you have to make a bunch of money to, to proceed, and that, that's kind of stymied me a bit, but I'm still loving the yeah. game, and I'm going to see it through. Nice. Yeah, it's got some awkward spots like that, but all in all, very good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. do want, I do want to point out before we begin, sorry, Derek. Uh, no, no, no. We uh, all recently appeared in a video I've been talking about for, what, like four months uh, so Scott the Waz's 200th episode, right. Borderline Forever, finally uh, launched, and the three of us <laughs> were uh, fortunate enough to play a very, very small part in it. So uh, if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have, because I'm seeing it mentioned in our YouTube chat, uh, go check <laughs> that out. Uh, we're we're in around like the first minute and a half or so. No, a little bit later than I think it's like the first like five to six minutes, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of YouTubers oh. in there. <laughs> I, I got to check there. it out. I have not had a chance to yet, but I'm, yeah. I, I love that that finally came I, out. I love that he put us with uh, the guys over at Nintendo Life as well. That was that was that was a cool little uh, edit. Yeah, nice. I, I like that. We it was the first time in a while we've been together with John, so it was <laughs> dream though we might. But who knows? Maybe we'll have a Nintendo Life crossover sometime. I, th- I think that's a likely a possibility. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. I'd love that. But, we also uh, got to have, uh, you know, our, our good buddy, you know, John specifically back on the show one of these days. It's just so hard with the time difference, of course. But, uh, you know, we obviously love that love him to death and we want to do stuff with him as well. Yep, absolutely. Uh, before we go on, though, we got to mention another wonderful crossover we have every Monday with The Game Orb, who is sponsoring this episode. And it's always very, very much appreciated. Uh, and the Game Orb is a fledgling channel that has focused mostly on Nintendo content until recently. While they're still running their Let's Plays of Nintendo games like Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, going forward, they're also going to be covering games on the Xbox Series X like Rocket League and Portal. Uh, still and uh, Portal still alive, excuse me, as part of a new daily upload schedule. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And uh, I have not checked their sub account. I'm going to... Um, um, I think it's at 228. I think yeah. I was just... Yeah. It's 227. 227. So we're still really trying to push them up we're above 250. We're trying to get there. We're pushing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we are so, you know, we're so thankful for the Game Orb's generous support of our channel. So please, 
you know, GV gang, our police community, show them our love and show them mm-hmm. your love and, and just subscribe and push them up over 250. They've got some great con- content coming and uh, we love the game orb and we want you to love them as well. So mm-hmm. let's, let's get that sub count over 250 and maybe 300 uh, after that, who knows? But uh, thank you so much for your incredible support of our, of our show and our channel, the game orb. Absolutely. And I'm, to him I'm or I'll posting, get the belt. <laughs> yes. And I'm posting links to the Game Orb and his friend Galactic Reaper's YouTube channels in the chat right now. Yes. Also, be sure to check out Galactic Reaper, who they are promoting. That's, that's how good of a guy Game Orb is. He's, he's exactly. doing this whole uh, sponsorship and he's still <laughs> promoting his friends. So that is awesome. Um, so we'll have that. Uh, those Ash is putting those links in the chat right now. Yes, they are there. And I'm going to put them in our uh, Patreon exclusive chat as well. Yep. So, let's say we get to the news, because uh, there's some rather, rather big rumors starting to hit. Uh, I mean, we are close to E3, so they're coming now. Yeah, let's go ahead yes. and get that first story on screen. All right, probably one of the biggest rumors going on right now, Square Enix is, seems to be set to announce a new action RPG Final Fantasy spinoff. And... Uh, that in itself is kind of crazy. So the this is uh, was being reported by Fanbyte, uh, which I believe Imran works at correct, right now. Correct, Steve? That's correct. Friend of the yeah, show, Imran Khan. Uh, sh- at, yes. Doesn't just do, doesn't just work there. He's their news editor, so he kind of Ooh, contr- so steers the ship. Kind of, you kind of can trust in the, trust. Maybe trust in this one. That's why it's getting reported on, because it seems to have some backing behind it. Uh, but the rumor states that uh, Square Enix is working with Team Ninja, Koei Tecmo's in-house development team behind games like Ninja Gaiden and Neo, uh, and perhaps perhaps most relevant, as they're saying, uh, relevantly to the latest entry in the Final Fantasy fighting game series, Dissidia NT. So the rumors go on further by assigning the game a genre, something akin to Neo or the Souls games, and suggesting it takes place somewhere in or adjacent to the world of the first Final Fantasy game on the NES. Wow. Uh, their sources even corroborated That's... this rumor and suggested the name of the game is Final Fantasy Origin. So we're getting a... It, if this is true, we're getting a Final Fantasy game from the creators of that worked on Neo, which I know have got has gotten good uh, word of mouth. It's a pretty good uh, Souls like game, and uh, that's pretty crazy. I gotta say, it makes sense. It makes me think of Dragon Quest Builders. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, you mean but- just in the sense of a crossover in, in that way. And- a crossover, but also like tying it into the original canon. So like oh, gotcha. Dragon Quest mm-hmm. Builder being like, mm-hmm. this right. is what would have happened if you took the uh, Dark Dragon Lords offer. Final Fantasy, what are they going to do with this one? Because, you know, the the great thing about it is immediately you can have a job-like system for this one. Like, it'd be mm-hmm. really cool to go through this game as a black mage, as a warrior, as a thief, goes and so on. I think there's a, t- if this is true, this is, has a ton of potential, I think. The, the one thing I want to say is that, you know, Imran, uh, besides being a friend of GVG, is a very close personal friend of mine. And I can tell you just from knowing him well that if he's, if he's confident enough in a rumor to post this, he has, he has seen outright confirmation of its existence. Uh, so I don't believe that he would stick his neck out for an article like this on a hunch or, or on something he could not concretely verify so imran is is one of a handful of journalists that when he posts a rumor i'm like okay that's real (laughs) right uh you know him jason schreier uh you know the some of the more uh some other friends of the show cat uh 
you know, yeah. Tina, Amini, those, those folks, when they post stuff like that, I believe that they've done their due diligence and have seen from sources like the actual game. So I, I, I'm full, full on in the camp. There's a real thing that we're going to see very soon. Same. And I do, I do believe that there is a, a huge amount of potential here. Speaking as someone who would be the target audience for this, I am not really into Souls-like games. Neo, just not my thing. I've never really gotten into them. But you know how to get me into them? Wave Final Fantasy in front of my face. Or, or wave, wave a Square Enix IP in front of my face and draw me in that way. Because We're look, trying to get you into an MMO this way. Like, come on, Ash. Get exactly. Into so, <laughs> you know, why, why I'm not likely to go play, you know, Dark Souls or Demon Souls or whatever... I am interested in a in a you know Final Fantasy esque or branded version of one of these games because I just you know I love the aesthetics of Final Fantasy so much of, of Square Enix I'm, I'm a Square Enix fan straight up so this as speaking of someone who would be directly targeted by this uh, this could be a critical hit in the making I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I guess to that Christ? end uh, do you expect this to maybe be kind of a gateway drug into these genre then because I feel like especially for me. You just hear constantly about how hard these games are, right? And I just mm-hmm. think about playing them, and I'm like, I just want to relax when I play a game. I'm just that kind <laughs> yeah. of person. But I think if they found, like, a nice middle ground between a really inten- <clears throat> really intensive kind of Souls game and something that's not too easy, I think this could really kind of gateway it into their games like Neo. Do you think that's possible, or do you think they'll just kind of think... go all the way and just say, like, ah, it's tough, deal with it? No, I think it's possible because I see in the chat, uh, the uh, patron chat, Rob Arman X is saying supposedly this will be closer to Jedi Fallen Order and less like Souls. And I've not played Jedi Fallen uh, Order, but I've also heard it's not nearly as tough as a Souls game. It, it just it, has some. It definitely isn't. Yeah, I've yeah because I played a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I I like the idea. I think um, you know, I like more modern Final Fantasy games. I, I was not a big fan of the original, like you know, NES Final Fantasies. Um. But this could this could get me interested in them in a way that you know the original source material has failed to because it kind of flesh it. I I imagine that a game like this would flesh out the world in really unique and interesting ways. Um, and potentially, you know, getting, or it could just be a place, way to have like name drops. Yeah, true. <laughs> getting <laughs> yeah. to see it from a more modern perspective though might interest me in going back and you know actually playing the original Final Fantasy. Uh, just because that's something I've honestly never done. I didn't have an NES back oh, really? then, and I never oh. really thought to go back and do it. Yeah, I mean, it, th- I guess that's a part of this that really intrigues me more than anything, not necessarily from a good or bad way, just in general. Like, as someone who has played Final Fantasy One on both NES and uh, GBA uh, as part of that remake, it's interesting that they're apparently, again, if this is all real, choosing to connect this to the lore, specifically of Final Fantasy One, and, and it just makes you wonder why... Why do that instead of just making an original story in, in, in an original FF universe? I'm sure once we play it again, assuming this is all real, that we'll find out. But it's just interesting that they're choosing specifically to anchor it to the first FF game, especially when not a whole lot has been done with the first FF game recently. So who knows why? But I think that's poten- has an interesting potential because it brings in the idea of a more traditional fantasy type Final Fantasy. Sure. That's true. Uh, it it yeah. sort of makes it stand out a bit more from Seven Remake and uh, you know even Sixteen, even though that is going a bit more fantasy ish. But that's more Game of Thrones type fantasy from what we've seen so far. This would be more Lord of the Rings fantasy, right? Uh, right. Type uh, type stuff. Um, there is a bit more info info in here. So uh, according to the article, 
It seems to be exclusive to PlayStation 5 with a PC release further down the road and will be a tentpole at Square Enix's uh, upcoming E3 show. So it won't be long until we find out if this tr is true or not. Uh, but apparently uh, the de logo and demo plans have even been leaked as part of all of this. So it seems like Square Enix is hoping to release an alpha demo this summer, uh, not unlike Neo's public, alpha, uh, public alphas, to solicit feedback from the audience while the game is still in a fairly early state. The demo, like several other major demos, has its own title of Stranger in Paradise. So... That sounds like something Square would yeah. do. Wasn't, yeah. <laughs> wasn't there an old Final Fantasy like tech demo called Stranger? I feel I feel like that Was there? I don't I, I really feel no. like there was. Like one of maybe it was a PS4 early tech demo that that they released that was originally Final Fantasy related called Stranger. Now I'm going to have to look that up. But that sounds <laughs> for some Possibly. reason as soon as you said Stranger, I I that stuck in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that they're going with this name, though, because as we all probably remember, Final Fantasy Origins was a PS1 compilation uh, of of uh, classic Final Fantasy games. So it's just, and I think it was five and six, correct? No, one and two. Oh, was it one and? Oh, right. No, I'm thinking Final of Fantasy Origins was one and two. Anthology yeah. was five and Anthology six. Anthology was Chronicle, five and six. And then Chronicles. And Chronicles okay. was Chrono Trigger and right. uh, uh, f uh, four. Right. Yeah. So it's just, you know, they've already got Final Fantasy Origins, but I guess it's been long enough since then that they can just probably get away with it again. Um, also, as Rob Arman X points out in the uh, patron live audience chat, uh, the PSP Dissidia games also tied into the original FF1. So this it's that's a good point. This isn't the, the first time they've gone back to the FF1 lore well for a spinoff game. So mm -hmm. interesting. Perfect chance to out a Gilgamesh fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh boy, but yeah, I mean, just in general, I am so for this. I I want it. I want it so bad, and I can't wait to see. I really hope it looks good. So fingers fingers crossed that it um you know lives up to this real this possibility. I guess this, this the fact that it just has so much uh, potential. There we go. Potential is what I was looking for. Right. Right. <laughs> oh God. Before we move on to our next topic, though, we got quite a few um. Super chat. So thank you all so much for that. As are just a reminder that we'll read all the super chats in between stories. That way we don't just break up, break it up, but we will get to them and they are all very much appreciated. Uh, JJ, the killer uh, with a five Canadian dollar donation says, yo, GVG, what do you think of my borderline forever roster pick that I put on Twitter? Shout out to Steve. Who's play Pete, who's player two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that. It's that's pretty cool. The everyone is here <laughs> image. That was really cool. I yeah. have not seen this, but I'm going to go check it out right now because I'm yeah, curious. You, you should. You should. It's just it was it was pretty cool, like trying to find myself. All right. Where am I at? Um, but yeah, I, I really did like the work put into that. Uh, Goldstorm07 with a five dollar donation says, sorry, I was away. Can you all introduce each other again? <laughs> Our special guest, Mikonos fan. That's the that's the important one you need to know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. If you're here He's and Derek. giving us money yeah. and you don't know us, I'm a little confused. Right. But it's still <laughs> appreciated. You. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. But yes, it's our it's our guest who is the most important to uh, point out today, of course. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you. <laughs> TB tie in with I do not know that currency. Uh, 50... Those I, I think are Danish kroners, I believe. Danish kroners. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, with uh, saying. Uh, I'd expect something it's very much appreciated, but also I'd expect something more like a spectacle fighter. Final Fantasy is traditionally an anime spectacle series, especially with Team Ninja's Dissidia history. 
that would be something, I guess, more uh, Devil May Cry, less Neo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I would be, okay be down that for. Too. Yeah, I, I, I was going to bring it up during the discussion, but I think it would be cool to have a game based on like a, a longstanding RPG series like Final Fantasy where you're like the fully leveled up hero and you're just tearing through swaths of like <laughs> underleveled enemies. That would, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But I agree I mean, that would be more like a, like a, uh, well, you know what Musou that means, game. right? It's time for a dirge of Cerberus remake where they just oh, give God. it that gameplay. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I have, you know, especially given how, you know, how flashy, uh, Dissidia is, I've thought often about how cool it would be to have a final fantasy Musou game where you are playing as all of these iconic final fantasy characters who are, animate the hell out like the, as anime as they can ever get <laughs> you know doing all these flashy moves that's i feel like final fantasy is made for that kind of muso-esque flashiness so maybe mm. we'll get some some style of that out of the animations in this potential potentially upcoming game it would oh, be cool would be so cool i'm not gonna hold yeah. my breath though I, I when i think of souls like i think <laughs> of a much more slow methodical pace yes right. definitely so We'll yeah. see how it all goes, and I think I I think that that style works better for the um, not necessarily the party system, but just picking what your class will be. And with Final Fantasy, it can really make those classes stand out from each other. So right. We'll see. And uh, by the way, JJ the Killer, I found it uh, on Twitter, and I just retweeted it. This is awesome, man. Well <laughs> done. This is really cool. And uh, thank you all for your donations. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But let's say let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which shock and all, I think Mikotis has a lot to say. About, well, <laughs> knows a bit about this one. Oh, yeah, really? Coming coming from a <laughs> uh, trusted news source, Mikonos fan on Twitter. Uh, the same <laughs> retailer that listed Sonic Colors Ultimate is now listing a Sonic collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's yeah, it's up. so gamely, apparently what it is, Chris. Yeah, someone passed this to me, like, I guess the second people found out, so I tweeted it out. And amazingly, the listing's still up. I kind of expected that one to get shot down, but it's still hanging up. But yeah, as far as I know, this would be an authentic listing. This isn't some site that just anyone can put wishlist items into and they just proliferate or something. So I wish there was a name or some kind of indication of what it is, but there is a Sonic collection, and there have been rumors about that for month or so now i guess so mm-hmm. probably happening and i feel like that sonic colors thing is probably happening too right most likely and of course the the i guess the real hope here and this is and i use this uh image in the in the thumbnail for today's video specifically for this reason we're hoping that you know potential rumors of this collection including sonic 3 and knuckles pan out like that's that's the main thing for me about this we've had sonic collections before I'd love to have another Sonic collection on modern platforms, but what I want more than anything is Sonic 3 and Knuckles on, on modern platforms. And who knows? This may end up being nothing. Uh, you know, Steve, I know you and I were talking about how the fact that there may not be anything here, and this may turn out to be a big, fat nothing burger, but maybe it is. Maybe this is a thing. And if it is, I really want Sonic 3 and Knuckles to be on it so but badly, as I know we all do. The thing that gives me pause about this specific listing um, you know, I'm, is that, uh, we are close to E3 and as we know, retailers love to slip up right before E3, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to Walmart Canada, but, um, so, so there is the, 
the potential that this is one of Sega's E3 announcements that is just making its way out the door a little bit early. That's sincerely what I hope. Um, I'm with you, Ash. Uh, Sonic 3 has been gone for so long, and as far as I understand the history of that, it's down to the soundtrack. Just replace the mm-hmm. damn soundtrack, yeah. Sega. Well, Please, and now I'm we know there are it. songs that, that were made that were, I believe, used in the Steam version of the game for the Michael Jackson songs that would need to be replaced, like Carnival Night Zone, Ice Cap Zone. That stuff is ready and waiting. They, it, Yeah, they're not as good as the MJ versions, but you know what? <laughs> I will take that sacrifice if it means I can have Sonic <laughs> 3 and Knuckles on modern platforms, man. Yes. Come on. Yeah. 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 I think the last time it ever released was on Steam, I think, like 10, 10 and a half years ago or something. Like 2010 yeah. is the last time Sonic 3 was made available for purchase. I think even it's backwards compatible on Xbox One and I guess the Xbox series, but you have to go to their web portal and purchase it. I don't think you can do it through the console. So making that easier to play nowadays would probably be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I feel like that would sell pretty well. I actually saw mm-hmm. a suggestion um, from Adam Davis, uh, Christian. What what if instead of how would you, how would you feel, uh, Ash and Steve, if instead of Sonic um, uh, Sonic Mania Two, instead Christian Whitehead was working on porting definitive versions like we got on the cell phone of sonic one and two and now sonic three and knuckles to as part of this collection like trying to make I mean, those like all those versions finally on something other than phones i guess sonic cd as well well i was about to say that like my my ideal my my dream for this collection would be for this to be the taxman versions of one and two a proper port of sonic three and knuckles and let's just throw an adventure and adventure two in there for good measure but <laughs> if you're gonna make me choose if you're saying it's a new Sonic Mania-esque game or the Taxman versions of 1 and 2, I, as much as I want those off the off phone and Xbox Live Arcade, <laughs> I'd still want my proper Mania follow-up more than anything, I have to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd have to agree. Yeah. I feel like a Sonic Mania for me uh, was like everything I wanted from a brand new Sonic game. And so to get mm-hmm. a sequel to that, like something that improves on Mania, I, I'd have to take that. As as much as I would love those those uh, improved Sonic ports to be available on my Switch, Uh, because I'm not going to say modern devices. I'm just going to come out and say I want them on my Switch. I don't care where the hell else they are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't need 2D Sonic in 4K. I need it in my bag. So I'll I'll take Mm -hmm. Sonic on the Switch. Thanks a lot. Uh, You can port it to Xbox in like 10 years. I'll play it then too. But for now, (laughs) give me Sonic on the Switch. I want every old Sonic game, but if I had to choose, Mania 2 takes yeah. it every time. Mm-hmm. And sorry, the way I constructed that sentence was a little bit misleading, but what I meant was, yeah, Sonic CD, the Taxman version, is on Xbox, and then everything else is only on mobile. I didn't really have right. a way to specify that, but yeah. uh, but I see <laughs> I you, Rob Armanex. Thank you for the... That's yeah. how I finally played Sonic CD for the first time. It was it was nice. It was fun. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good version of it. We're playing as Tails, and, and I mean, but dude, having the Taxman versions of 1 and 2 on on a proper console, off mobile, would be so hype. Because I love, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about how great these versions are, but I just love the way that with Tails and Knuckles, you can fly or climb that wall at the beginning of Marble Zone Act 1, and there's a whole new part of the level up there for them that you can, in your head, you can say, oh, man, that was always up there, wasn't it? Even though it wasn't. But I just, I love that stuff, and I just love yeah. those kinds of additions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. 
We'll see if yeah, I so actually. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one one thing I want to put out there into the universe. Hold on, before we continue, I would love it if we got an and Knuckles style add-on for Sonic Mania. Like, if they did the exact same thing, like <laughs> that's what's taken so long. They built some hmm. BS lock-on technology DLC <laughs> so that we could get new <laughs> stuff added to those existing. Lo- that would be like, I would. I mean, wasn't that, that kind be... of what Mighty and Ray did? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we kind of got that with the with the new mode added along with Mighty and Ray, right? The encore mode, kind of, sort kind of. of. It, it, but it's not quite the same thing. Yeah, it's not like dropping them into levels that otherwise look identical. I feel like. right, mm. but yeah, I but would, but either yeah. way, Sonic Mania two. I don't think it's happening. I'm going to call that. I'm not going to see it at E3, and I will cry. You don't think it's happening at all. That. I don't think at E3. I don't think. Oh, at E3. It. I got you. Yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, I agree that we probably won't see anything about that at E3. Yeah. Um, Physically, Hoyt says, until you said something, Ash, I really did think that those, that that was always there, meaning like those extra parts in like Marble Zone. Hey, you know what? Maybe they were. Maybe they were. Who knows? Just keep <laughs> on it. Like, ah, we don't want them to actually get there. Yeah, Screw exactly. Them. Screw the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, before we move on, uh, Drassman Roski, thank you very much for the 50. Oh, gosh. <laughs> These other currencies, I can't Mexican read them. Mexican dollars, I believe. <laughs> Mexican dollars. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. Any thoughts on the passing of Berserk's author, uh, Kentaro Miura? I believe that's how you pronounce it. I, so- I apologize for that as well. His work inspired so many games Final Fantasy, Dark Souls, etc. Rest in peace. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've not read Berserk myself. It's always been on my to-do list because I've heard it is that good. Um, I was more just waiting like, okay, I know I've heard from the jokes where he's been on both for months uh, or years now. So I was just like, we'll just um, uh, wait until the story's kind of told uh, since I was all kind of done. But also the fact that, uh, you know, I, I remember when people celebrated, it's like, he's off the boat. Yes. That was a uh, big uh-huh. deal. <laughs> so, yeah, Kentaro Miura, uh, his work has kind of uh, weaved its way in and out of my life. Uh, Berserk, for those of you that don't know, started in 1988 when I was six. Um, so oh, I, I am not engaging in any hyperbole when I say I've been reading it off and on throughout my entire life. Uh, you know, from the age that I could read. Uh, I remember my father liking Berserk, you know, Um, (laughs) and I was one of the people celebrating when Guts got off the damn boat and it started to become like I I started to follow the series much more closely. Um, I will admit that Berserk is not one of the manga that I followed like fervently. I wasn't a super fan, especially because and it makes a lot of sense in hindsight, unfortunately, uh, Kentaro Mm -hmm. Miura had to take lots of breaks, like lengthy hiatuses from creating Berserk and Again, that makes an, an unfortunate amount of sense. Um, but one of his first assistants was, uh, what's his name? George Morikawa, the creator of Hajime no Ippo, uh, which is a boxing mm. manga that I do follow fervently. I've been reading that for over a decade, like in real time as it releases week to week. Um and, you know, it's just uh, seeing seeing the impact that he had. I've played Berserk video games on the Dreamcast, you know, um, you know, all the way through. I've, I played the PS4 one a couple weeks before, uh, you know, his his untimely death. He was only 54 years old, which Jesus, I mean, you think about somebody that's been making manga since 
the late 80s and you imagine them to be like 75 right you don't think they're right. they're they're 50 yeah um, how is I, I don't know his name but how the heck is uh the jojo's bizarre adventure creator still holding up because he's been doing it for a long time too same with case closed creator or i guess uh detective conan i should is the proper name for it yeah so, yeah yeah so it, it's it's just uh you know it, it's unfortunate he he's gone far too soon um, and his work had an impact not just on, you know, the, the fans of his specific manga, but all the people who learned from him. His art was legendary. I mean, if you yeah. look at Berserk, it mm-hmm. is, I mean, it might not be your cup of tea, but it's hard to deny the man's talent. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think the, the Daybreak on... armor is is recently as, uh, the, the Daybreak armor in Castlevania uh, Season 4 is probably directly inspired by Berserk. Big ass armor, big ass uh, sword. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you. you I've look watched. At things... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I, I was going to say I've uh, I've watched some of the Berserk anime over the years. I haven't read any of the manga, but I've certainly, you know, watched parts of the Berserk anime. And as you said, Steve, the man's talent is undeniable in terms of the character designs and and such. But uh, but uh, Derek, I'll tell you this: if you want an anime that will make Castlevania even blush. With its amount of gore, Berserk is it. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard. I heard it gets rough. Um, it, yeah. Are they always, yeah. The enemies only ever seem to uh, cover that one arc. Um, so maybe we'll get a new anime that kind of covers more. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Berserk is, is fantastic. And yeah, it, I agree, Ash. It, it is one of the goriest <laughs> anime <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, I mean... I'm hard pressed to think of stuff that isn't specifically like, you know, the the whole lean of it is gore that are bloodier than than Berserk. Uh, but uh, there's also a really great story in there as well. Like the story Very of Berserk true. was fantastic. Uh, Kentaro Miura, I rest in peace, man. It, it was uh, a pleasure reading Berserk. I I I'm curious to see if there is a future for the manga. If maybe one of his assistants will pick up and continue, but now's not the time for that. I'll I'll, no. I'll wait as long as it takes for the for them to tell us what's going to happen to Berserk. Right. <laughs> hmm. Well, let's go ahead and continue on to our next story, which uh, the RPG news keeps coming. <laughs> so Yuji Hori, we got that Dragon Quest event coming up soon, and uh, Yuji Hori has hinted at uh, is that things in a recent tweet, which a lot of people have taken to mean. Hmm, is that Dragon Quest Twelve he's talking about? <laughs> uh, basically, he said uh, that there will be a lot of items to discuss on Thursday, including news on that game. What is that game? Well, the most obvious one is Dragon Quest Twelve, Right, which... I don't know. What else could that game be? And I mean... A Builders I think we 3 all... or Dragon Quest Heroes 3. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> but Rocket I mean... Slime 2. Rocket Slime 2, right? I mean, there are other things it could be, but I feel like most of us kind of feel like it's it, it's got to be Dragon Quest Twelve, right? Mm-hmm. And either way, we'll all be finding out together just to let everyone know we will be reacting to that event. So oh God, yes. uh, no worries. If you have any questions about that, there's your answer. Yes, we're reacting to it. But yeah, man, bring on Dragon Quest Twelve. You know, Derek and I have talked at length about how much we absolutely fucking adore Dragon Quest Eleven. What an incredible game. And I can't wait to see what uh, the series is going to do next. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Dragon Quest fan. I still need to play 11. Uh, You know, I like 7 and 8. I kind of pick and choose the ones that that I'll play within the series. But um, 
I have to say I'm excited to see where the series goes from here because I feel like 11 was was a real big uh I I would have pegged 12 for sure as like a PlayStation exclusive until we got Dragon Quest 11s and now I feel like it's anybody's ball game as far as where this and where the sequel lands um they generally pick the console that just has the most units sold and right now that is the switch yeah i, I remember mm-hmm. one of the iterations derek you can probably keep me honest on which one it is but it was a ds exclusive and that was a big deal nine okay yeah. right so and then what we had 10 on the wii u which just uh I mean, 10 on the wii it started 10 oh right, right. MMR- Never mind, that makes more sense. I was about to say, bucking a trend there, Square Enix, but (laughs) I guess the Wii makes a lot more sense. Yeah, Um, it uh, it had ports on the Wii U. It had a bunch of ports over the years, but yeah, uh, Dragon Quest X started out on on the Wii of all things and then just got ported (laughs) to a bunch of other things, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I feel like the probability of seeing it on the Switch is pretty high. I would be surprised if they pulled the thing again where it's like PS5 only or PS4 only more likely and then move it over to the Switch later on. I feel like this is the one where they announced that it's on the Switch out of the gate. I think so too. That that seems like it makes sense given that the Switch has so much momentum right now, but I I do have to say just the thought of a of a Dragon Quest 12 that benefits from all the next gen tech in the PS5 and the Xbox Series X that's just from a technical standpoint that just makes me i just love the idea of it just because dq11 on ps4 was already so beautiful and it, and it realized that almost like you're playing an anime type art style oh yep i i went through that when we went from dragon quest 8 on the uh ps2 to dragon quest 9 on the right ds so it's like ah, oh, it was yeah. so gorgeous and now it's fine <laughs> i mean I, I nine is one of, well nine just as far as looks because nine is one of the few dragon quest games i've beaten it is a lot of fun um i need to play more dragon quest games myself uh but 11 is that good i've heard amazing things about five uh and i think five is significantly shorter than 11 so if you want to check out a dragon quest game um uh steve that that might be the one for you mm-hmm. uh but yeah i i am so hyped for this but i'm, I'm curious chris have you checked out the dragon quest series at all or i've played the demo for 11 that was on switch i Mm. beat the first builders and i got most of the way through heroes so i've had a weird sampling of this series um the zeitgeist for a 12 would probably get me to try it honestly because like between you and our friends ted and Catherine, and it's Mm. everyone's talking about dragon quest all the time in our bubbles at least so Uh i'll probably hop in next time and see what's up just because everyone's I, talking about it, peer pressure, you know. Yeah, no, no, that I mean that's what got me into Yakuza. It was with you, thanks. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't stop talking about Yakuza ever, unfortunately, for some people. But, you know. Nice. Um, what I'm curious about this um, event, obviously, I don't follow Dragon Quest much. Is there any kind of precedent for how much could get announced? Like, do you think it would just be twelve, or do you think there might be some other things to kind of go with it? I think there'll probably be more because it's it's supposed to uh, celebrate what is it the twenty fifth or thirty fifth thirty fifth anniversary thirty fifth yeah. anniversary yeah. anniversary so they're gonna have probably a good bit of stuff in there. Um, mm. the, the the reason it feels like such a big deal is because it's the first time one of these events has been simulcast. Uh, it has actually English subtitles, so oh. people around the world can actually follow along, and uh, that's a big deal. Less convenient is the fact that it's I think what is it eleven thirty at night my time. <laughs> 
So Whoa. that is a late night stream for uh, yeah, it is for reacting to that stuff. And who knows how long that's going to go. But mm. um, I, there is a lot of potential here. Like we could see ports of four or five. We got one, two, and three on Switch. Let's get four, five, and six. Hell, let's get four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on Switch. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of potential there because, uh, you know, the 3DS versions of 7 and 8 brought a lot of great changes. Uh, but, you know, they could always look better. And that's that sure. one thing they've, they kind of... Yeah. Well, 7 looks better than the PS1 version, but Dragon Quest 8 had to take a slight downgrade. But still, it's, there's a lot they could do with those, but it all depends on what exactly they do. And there's always tons of spin, spin, uh, spinoffs for Dragon Quest, so... Mm-hmm. We could see a new monsters. We could see a new heroes. We could see a new um, uh, builders. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of different possibilities. They have that whole uh, spinoff thing, the Dragon Quest Die, uh, Legend of Die, I think it is. I mm-hmm. think there's a game right, based yeah. on that, so there could be something related to that as well. Um, mm-hmm. It'll probably have a bunch of stuff about just merch uh, in there right. as well. So I don't know. I, there's a there's a lot of different ways it could go. I would personally uh, die like, is in DIY <laughs> oh. or DIY DAI. Oh my gosh. Yeah. DAI. You can't, yeah. can't spell. I would rise with my son's name. Kai. <laughs> I would personally like to mm. see some of those dragon quest games that were like you mentioned, those three DS games uh, put on a platform. That's a bit easier to get them on now since we got me like, on the switch. So yeah, <laughs> right. Which actually is surprisingly good. Hmm. Um, um, Ditto, yeah. M the in- Ditto M the Insider in our live audience chat says, it's obviously Dragon Quest Monsters, Eric and Mia. And while I know that's a joke, no lie, I would absolutely play a game based solely on the adventures of Eric and Mia. That would be awesome. I love that idea, man. I mean, I'd be totally down for that. More Eric, more Mia. That's, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of people say Fortune Treat. Yes, there was a new Fortune Treat that came out uh, a few years ago, uh, with a you know crossover between uh, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest in that one, and mm-hmm. they, they think the big deal they made of it is that Sephiroth was one of the playable characters in, in this one around. But it's just like, just give me more Fortune Treat, give me online Fortune <laughs> Treat so I can actually play the dang game because I have it on Wii. It has a right. hell of a time finding everybody to play it with. So, but this is cool. My bad. Ditto in the insider says that's what the game is called. The jet set says the game is real. It's been in development. Hell, I didn't know that. So oh, this is like a oh, thing wow. that's actually that I exists no or maybe could exist someday. That's awesome. Well, that's even more exciting. I'd I'd love to play a game starring them. So very cool. Real quick, uh, for those, there's a little debate about Builders Two in the YouTube chat. Uh, Builders Two came out in 2019, and I only know that because I played it over the holiday in my old house. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Goldstorm07 in our YouTube chat says, can we get a Silvando game? That's that's the beauty of, of Dragon Quest XI, right? It's like, oh, man, I want an Eric game, but I also want a Silvando game. Somebody else in our in our uh, patron chat won, said, I want a Veronica and Serena game. All these characters in DQ11 are so wonderful, and they're so beloved, and I want a game with all of them. They all should get their own spinoff games, because that's how awesome this cast is. I mean... Uh, it's possible because Dragon Quest Eight was really popular, and they had a very popular character named Yangus. Um, right, and he got his own spinoff game, only Japanese exclusive, but I believe it was a uh, mystery dungeon type game. Oh, okay, featuring him as a, a young man. So again, prequel game. So 
do it. <laughs> there's the, yeah. there's, it's totally possible, especially with as popular as Dragon Quest Eleven seems to be. So nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say, and I want to go on record before this happens, uh, before this event happens. Uh, Derek, I think you're right that there's major significance to the fact that it's being simulcast. That's a huge deal. That means there's clearly something that Square Enix believes American audiences are going to be hyped for. I believe there is nothing more hype worthy than Dragon Quest 12. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty firm in the fact that we'll see Dragon Quest 12 at least like a teaser. Um, I also think, though, that we're going to see at least... I don't know how long this event is. Do we know how long it is? Not offhand. I don't know if we do. I hope for Derek's sake it's... Probably under an hour. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> no, right? right. Last time last time we went into an event not knowing it was literally an all day long kind of thing. <laughs> but, oh, oh uh, man, yeah. Microsoft. Ugh. Anyway, um <laughs> I'm I'm also gonna say that if if this event is more than like half an hour, that we're gonna get some type of either port or remake type of announcement. Like some something old being made new again in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. This is like my best Sylvia Brown impression. Um and then th- that would be like the two big things. And then I think we're going to get a smattering of like tone deaf, no one cares type of announcements. Like you said, Derek <laughs> merch, like they're going to tell us there are slime hoodies that are only available in Japan at one specific place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, see, I would care if I could buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But that's my point is like, they'll be in one hyper specific <laughs> location that no one can get to, <laughs> but it'll be on a simulcast for right. some reason. <laughs> right. Right. We'll be like, for those oh. of you in America, these are available nowhere. <laughs> and yeah. that, is that event on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, Wednesday. That's going to be a hell of a night for us between TNT and then right into that reaction. Right. It's going to be a Oof. lot. Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Yep. That is a Oof. rundown, get dinner, go back stream again kind of night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next story. And we've gotten our first look at the upcoming car, uh, Cuphead cartoon that is premiering. Uh, it's as part of a... So, ah, let just read the whole thing. Netflix has announced that the first looks of the Cuphead show, show will be, be debuting during their Geeked Week event from June 7th through the 11th. Uh, so somewhere in that lineup, that uh, set of dates, we'll actually see Cuphead and... Whether they pulled this off or not, because again, they're going for the classic Looney Tunes esque Animaniacs themes idea. Um, don't know if we actually see if it actually comes off or not, so we'll find out. Yeah. And just this one image, it certainly has me interested. It has me intrigued at, at how this could possibly turn out. Because, I mean, this is this is begging for this to be made in this way, and if they do it right, it could be really incredible. Mm. I look at it and I don't feel super excited. Really? I don't, okay. I don't love the art style of the animated show. And I think that's because mm-hmm. I'm expecting something more akin to what we see in the game. Mm-hmm. It just looks off. I, I don't know. This, I don't love it. This Fair feels enough. 50s, not 20s. Hmm. I see what you mean. I mean, I definitely like what I'm seeing, but it is it is different from, from what we've seen in the game for sure. So I, I see where you're coming from, Steve. Yeah, it, mm. oddly enough, when I look at Cuphead, yeah, not Mugman, Cuphead, like with his big kind of gaping maw of a grin, uh, I think of like <laughs> Ren and Stimpy in a weird kind of way. Yeah. Like, mm. and, and I just yeah, don't I like that for these characters, but it's a single still. I'm not like 
you know, right. I'm not sworn off it yet. I, you know, I need to see it in motion. I need to see what kind of humor it is. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess if if my feeling is correct and it leaned into like the Ren and Stimpy pseudo mature style of humor that uh, that show was known for, I probably would not love this. That's not what I would want to see from Cuphead sure. and Mugman in an animated special. But I, I'm <laughs> I'm still willing to give it a shot. I, I will definitely be tuning into whatever Geeked Week is on Netflix <laughs> to uh, to see <laughs> yeah. more of Cuphead. Uh, but Same. right now, I would say I'm not sold. I'm not. I'm not completely off the wagon here, but I'm not sold yet either. Totally. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at with this thing. I just look at this, and it just feels like if they were this was any other property or something, I'd probably be more inclined to want to like it. But something about it, I just feel a little repelled just looking at it. Like that just doesn't line up with the brand image at all, really, to me. <laughs> but I'll give it a shot. You know, hopefully, hopefully it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help but oh look at the, I look at Cuphead's design of like that's Mickey Mouse with his head cut off and a cut a cup put on his head. <laughs> I can like, see that. Yeah. <laughs> the red shorts, the yellow gloves, I guess that's just Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean I'm sure that's just the design in in, in general, but um I don't know. It's a, I, I'm hopeful, but uh yeah, we'll see how it all actually goes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it definitely looks different from from the in-game versions for sure. There's no doubt about that. But I, I have to say, even this one, still, I'm, I'm I'm at least intrigued. It hasn't it hasn't turned me off yet. So, we'll see how it goes. Like you, Steve, though, I'm you know I'm going to be tuning in to see how it looks in motion. I really want to know yeah, because that's the big tell. whether like I'm feeling good about it or you're not, no, no, nobody can know as you were saying, Steve, from a single still how it's actually going to turn out. So okay. Okay, yeah. this one line has me a bit more hopeful. Uh, according to one in the uh, patron chat, the guys making this cartoon are the same ones behind the new Mickey Mouse shorts. Have you have you seen those? Yeah, they are quite good. I've seen those I've seen are amazing. Yeah, that's where we got the whole what happened from mm-hmm. Mickey <laughs> meme and whatnot. So, yeah, okay, I get that. That's worth that's that yeah. is confidence builder right there. <laughs> yeah. Same sort of thing like before the new DuckTales came out. You, you, everybody was talking about how amazing Gravity Falls was, and then those are the guys behind the DuckTales reboot. So I was like, oh, and that turned out really good. Right. Seems like these yeah. guys know what they're talking about. Yeah. So mm. we'll see how this turns out. Yeah. yeah. So I had to Google Geeked Week just to see what on earth that was, and it said there's also going to be some news on the Witcher Netflix series. Did any of you guys check that out? Oh, man. Sure I've not watched it. I didn't watch it. That's that's another good thing things. that happened in 2019 that feels infinitely far away now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So Derek and I need to watch The Witcher, and and Steve, you need to watch Castlevania. Then we'll come back and compare notes. <laughs> yes, the, yeah. the Witcher is incredibly good. I I love. No, okay. I I mean I mm. like the game. I I you know I like The Witcher three plenty, but I feel like the show stands well on its own outside of the games. Uh, Henry Cavill. I heard did. it brings in stuff in the book as well. The books as well. So yeah, the, the only thing mm-hmm. I would say that I disliked, and, and this is strictly as someone who has played The Witcher, The Witcher, <laughs> The Witcher, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard. It's it's jarring to see Geralt, uh, one, a much beefier version of Geralt. Like Geralt in the games is not Henry Cavill level huge, but the other part is just uh, the voice actor for 
Geralt of Rivia is is just iconic, and it's it's like hearing Kiefer Sutherland play uh, Solid Snake for the first time. If you've played the games, you're like, that is not the voice of Geralt, damn it. Um, <laughs> but I I will say Henry Cavill does a really good job, and it does a good job like taking the source material and adapting it to where you don't even need to like video games to like the show, uh, which good. I think very few video game IPs manage to pull off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Castlevania does as well. So I think we, maybe we really do need to both go watch the yeah, other show and come back. Yeah, I'm trying to make more time in my life for TV. <laughs> which, which is that is thing. difficult. It, it uh-huh. really is. Um, so I'm going to try to get Castlevania on the docket for my TV viewing time. Um, nice. But yeah, I, I would definitely watch it. I plan to watch Castlevania, but I, I would agree. If you like video games and have not seen The Witcher, you are doing yourself a disservice. All right, it's going on the list. All right. Well, let's see if this gets added to a list. So, Oh, Derek, actually, we have a super chat from before. Oh, I yeah. am so sorry. I completely oh, no, it's okay. That. It was a, another $4 donation from Goldstorm07 saying his, unfi- his unfinished work is being put out Tolkien style, meaning I think Kentaro Miura talking about uh, yeah. the Berserk creator who recently passed away. So, yes, oh, apparently his... Encyclopedia, not a cyclopedia, but like not a complete story, but just like here's the stories that would have been put out there right so okay yeah exactly so uh thank you again for that nugget of information and for the additional four dollar donation course gold storm zero seven we really appreciate it i'm i'm excited to know that that means that there's at least some more berserk in the future exactly very cool all right let's bring up the next story and konami the konami producer has teased plans to outsource more of their ips following getsu fumiden and uh, I didn't even realize until uh, Steve sent th- said something that apparently it's already, what, an alpha? Uh, yeah, so it's in Steam Early Access. Steam it's twenty four ninety nine. And when I saw it, I was like, yep. <laughs> and I bought it right <laughs> before the show. So I've played maybe the first five to ten minutes of Getsu Fumiden. And I'm not going to say it's something special, but it is really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... That's a good idea. Sega's done a little bit of that, and they've it's always seemed to work out pretty successfully. So, yeah, let let people use your IPs. We might get some good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> concept, I mean, right? exactly. Just do something, Konami. I mean, look, we've seen, we just got done talking about it, but we've seen what can happen when Konami outsources their IPs to the right people. The Castlevania anime happens, and it was awesome. So... Do that with your games, man. Castlevania, Silent Hill. I just <clears throat> Metal Gear. There's just there's so much that they're sitting on. So many brilliant IPs that we all grew up with and, and still love to this day. And I just I hate that Konami currently exists as it does because they're they're sitting on too many valuable IPs and beloved characters to just not be using them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I I want Goemon. Goemon, please. Hell yes. I want a new Goemon. Yeah. yeah, Give me a damn Goemon game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, Goemon 64, and I know, Legend of the Mystical Ninja 64, I think is the proper name. One of my Mm. favorite N64 games of all time. The fact that they slipped a Super Saiyan gag in there just ends me every time he uses it. (laughs) Yeah. I I think uh, Goemon would be a good choice, too. It kind of fits that whole... 
weird vibe that Getsufumiden has because this is only the second time Getsufumiden has gotten a game. So, I mean, that's saying something. This isn't even a franchise. It's just sort of like a weird Japanese Castlevania-esque game. And now it's something very different. Um, and I'm curious about it. I think it looks beautiful. I think it has a lot of potential. I have not tried out the early access just because I don't play PC games a lot. Um, and But the Switch version also isn't coming until 2022. But yeah, something like a throwback uh, um, Goemon game, like on the SNES, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, companies like Konami, and I don't want to lump Sega and Konami together because at least Sega makes games from time to time. <laughs> um, but companies like Konami that have really, for lack of a better term, squandered their development resources. Uh, it would be wise for them to just license their IP out to people who would treat them with care and make good games with them. Um, in fact, Audoodle in the patron chat says the original creator of Goemon runs Goodfeel, and Goodfeel is currently making their own Goemon-like game. Konami, what are you doing? There you go. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Audoodle, if you have more information on that, please drop the name of that game in the chat, and I would love to uh, learn more. Yeah, I didn't know they were making a Goemon-esque game, but just, yeah, then let them make a Goemon game. Like, please, it just, it's, there's so much. Uh, fortunately, as a Bimani fan, I can say at least that Konami has continued to make new DDR and Bimani games, and that's awesome. But that's not all I want to see from them. And it's and we haven't even, I mean, I, we mentioned some IPs, but there's Contra, there's Suikoden, Rocket Knight Adventures. I know they tried to revive Rocket Knight Adventures one time, I think maybe on the Xbox 360 and PS3, yeah. yeah, and it was okay, but there's they could try again. Like they have so many cool characters and and cool IPs that they're just sitting on, and and we need to see more stuff from those series, especially for me, Silent Hill. If I could pick one, it would be give Silent Hill to a studio that knows what they are doing with it, and that's I just want a new legitimate Silent Hill game so badly. I gotta say Castlevania, so there you go. Yeah. Castlevania was like it's 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 really hard for me. It's between Castlevania and Silent Hill. I might have to give the nod to Silent Hill, but there you can't go wrong, is my whole point. This is Konami. They're one of the most storied developers of the nineties and aughts for a reason. And it's just such a shame to see what they've become these days. And I just I, I hope that they can match their IPs with the right people who wanna make kick ass games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. I almost dread to even invoke its name, but that was Contra. Was that in-house or was that a Ugh. license out thing? I'm, the, I'm not sure if that's part of this strategy or if that was kind of the wake-up call. You know, you know, I'm not sure. It was Contra Rogue Corps, which was mm, yeah, yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Um, let's, yeah, it was d- developed by Toy Logic. Um, not sure. What's Toy Logic worked on? Yeah. <laughs> Toy Logic. Let's see. I don't even think they have a. I don't think they have a Wikipedia page. They apparently they helped, did. based on Giant Bomb's page about them. They helped with the 3DS version of Dragon Quest XI. Weirdly enough, um, I'm seeing games like something called Within. Happy Wars. <laughs> yeah, Happy Wars, The Evil Within, Near Replicants on here. 
They worked on yeah, Oh, Toy Logic did handle the uh, the replicant. So they're okay. more of a port studio. So not. I bad. guess they helped with Smash Brothers Brawl. So, randomly enough, they made Ninja Turtles TMC Smash Up. Smash? What a weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Real, real quick, <laughs> I want to show this off for for those of us in the audience like me that didn't know that Good Feel was working on a uh, Goemon alike. I guess uh, I don't know if y'all can see that clearly, but this is concept it's... art that Nintendo Life posted, and it's very clearly like ancient japan based there's no name for the game yet mm-hmm. but okay. i gotta admit it looks really good and i'm sorry my screen's all washed out looking i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um N- nintendo life has an article if you if you search for good feel uh goemon it's the first hit from october of last year apparently and the game is supposed to release this year so nice oh. I, I will keep my eyes on that maybe maybe that'll be a nintendo's e3 direct i sure hope so oh, that'd yeah be cool. right um, Adam Davis YT in the in the patron chat says, I have a great studio for Silent Hill, Kojima Productions and Strike Through. And obviously will never happen, but that would be the dream, man. If if they could go and actually make Silent Hills just after PT. PT was mm, I don't have to talk about how promising it was, but from a from a huge fan of the kind of horror that Silent Hill goes all in on, PT was so promising. And I just it hurts. It hurts that we never got to have that made into a full game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move over over to story number six, as uh, this is nice to see. So Twitch has added over 350 new tags like black, transgender and disabled, basically opening up more so they can classify the streams related to gender, sexual orientation, race, nationality, ability, mental health and more. Um they're saying they Twitch says they are completely optional and simply give creators more choices. Uh, some of the choices, which will allow the, the uh, users to better focus and promote the stuff they're into, uh, include also uh, veteran and VTuber. Um, so they said they worked with third-party organizations such as Glad, The Trevor Project, Able Gamers, Special Effect, and other experts focused on the progress of underrepresented racial and ethnic groups, LGBT, LGBTQIA+, disabled and marginalized communities. They also re- received feedback from the wider Twitch community itself, and uh, they've been asking for um, more specific tags like this ever since the tag system was launched back in 2018. So, yeah, more representation. Good stuff. Man, oh, yeah. every time Twitch does something good, though, they do it like <laughs> the worst way to do a good thing. And it's really confusing. Like, they obviously, like, you can't tell me it took them three years to realize you needed the vast majority of these tags. But they were like, oh, right, man, hot yeah. tubs are a thing. We better get on this now. Now's the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man. You had three years. You didn't know that trans people wanted their own tag for a yeah. thousand days? <laughs> This is definitely, but the hot tub meta is getting big. So we better, (laughs) we can't just roll out the hot tub tag. We got to get all the other ones that are actually important. Fuck a hot tub. If you're like streaming a hot tub, if that's what you want to do, but why do people care? Why? Why? Yeah. This is definitely one of those better late than never things, but this is something that obviously should have been addressed a long time ago. And it shouldn't have taken the whole hot tub stream thing to bring it to the fore. Yeah. Like yep. people, people in a hot tub streaming. I don't get it. Good for you, I guess. Um, yeah, but I mean, that shouldn't have been the reason that we got these. But I'm happy they exist. I am. I agree with you, Derek. It is objectively cool. More representation is always good. But hot tubs. 
good, good to do reasoning. <laughs> yeah, I, like exactly. That's what I'm saying. Every time Twitch does a good thing, they somehow like they never stick the landing. They could have just been like, we did this because we care. But they're like, we yeah. did this because people in hot tubs are mad. And I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah. But like, one, who thought about that? Like, I don't ever think, man, I need to take a bath, but I also need to create content. I'm going <laughs> to find a way to do both. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, to be fair, usually, uh, you know, we're not really the type that people want to see in a hot tub. Well, I Those... agree with that, but I'm just saying we're a verb right. away from a taking a dump stream. That is how close we're getting. We're right on the cusp of it. Yeah. It's about to happen. And we're about to have toilet streams and people are going to be like, what? It's not sexy. Well, yeah, you're right. You're objectively right, but you're also doing something you shouldn't be doing. Stop it. Stop it. If this, if this actually happens, Steve, I'm blaming you for the proliferation <laughs> toilet stream. You are that the one I'm blaming for this. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not saying like, is all, have you guys seen, I have to point this out. Have you guys seen the Corsair, like hot tub streamer starter pack tweet that's been going around since all this started? No, there's, no. there's like a, somebody Photoshopped together, like just a hot tub with like an Elgato logo on it with some key lights hanging from it and like a camera <laughs> pointed at it. It oh, looks God. like a real like product that Elgato would make. But as mm -hmm. much as I, I love Elgato products. Hi. Thanks for the lights. Um, I I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what happens on Twitch. Uh, Derek, I know you're a partner, so I blame you partially for this. I don't know <laughs> how we evolved to a point where creating content Im involved being in a hot tub. I just don't, oh, I don't maybe know. I'm too old, man. Um, I mean, the... <laughs> I, I saw somebody asking if ASD was represented in there. So I was trying to see if there was a list of all these so I could try to search for them, but I'm not seeing like a complete list yet. And it hasn't going, um, it hasn't actually been implemented yet uh, soon. Cause they're going to be going uh, live on May 26th uh, to speak more about the tags and address and address as many questions from the chat as I can. So you'll be able to find out hopefully more there, but I don't see a complete list of what some of the tags include. Um, mm -hmm. There is that, but yeah, I, uh, I mean, people have their own things. They like, they, they do they they, they come up with the ideas and they work and then they just do them. I mean, so there are things I love about Twitch. Like I love that there's like cooking shows on Twitch. I love that there are talk shows on Twitch. I would love to have a talk show yeah, here Bobby on YouTube. Long, long time. Yeah. I, I think mm -hmm. that there's great things. I just. I, I don't know why why a hot tub stream is a thing that like someone came up with it and it became popular. I don't blame the person. I blame society. I I gotta like, say I, I gotta say, Steve. I don't know that it's a coincidence that much of the time we've been talking about this and people have been throwing out the idea of GVG hot tub streams that we've had four hundred and twenty people watching. I don't I don't know if that's coincidence. Quick, <laughs> maybe somebody slam in a sixty nine dollar donation and I'll get in a hot tub tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, uh, I, I think, you know, more power to you if that's the content you create. I just wonder how it became so big that it merited Twitch to actually move and do something. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't get the appeal. I don't you know, I don't think any of us, any anybody wants to see us stream from a hot tub. No, uh, you don't. don't. <laughs> that's the kind of content people come to GVG for. But hey, yeah, all I can say, if you came up with that idea and it works for you, perfect. Good yeah, no, I'm I'm not trying to shit on anyone's hustle here. 
system and hey twitch bowed to it that they don't have to worry about it anymore and now and you know even if it was tangential at, oh my god <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What? You gotta be kidding me! I will. I don't know where I'm going. I nice. This might be the single most funny and and also terrifying moment on any episode of CNT yet. Oh God! Am I? I'm gonna do it. I will. I mean, you have to now. I, I will commit to both of you. On Wednesday's episode, I will stream from a heated body of water. I don't know what that means, but I will That's sort really, it out. I mean, are you, are you going to be in heated said heated body of water? Though I think absolutely. is the main question here. Oh man, <laughs> I, I I will. I, what the fuck have I done? Right. You knew somebody was going to do this, so I'm going to read these out. Rob Arman X with a $69 donation. Oh my god. Nice. Uh, give me a tub, Steve. And then Chocolate Cake with another $69 donation <laughs> with just nice. All right. I'll be- see y'all Wednesday. Be- before, before that, we don't want to miss Toon Jay's $2 donation saying, Hank Hill, oh my god, it's all toilet sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we are contributing to the downfall of society, and I'm here for it. Thank you guys so much. That's incredibly generous. Thank I will make that you. happen. Strictly because I made a promise, assuming no one would do it. You, you know, you can't say stuff like that and not realize. I will say, I think there's, I don't know what it is yet. I'm still trying to formulate it, but I think there's a joke somewhere in the fact that one of the, one of the people who donated $69 is named Chocolate Cake. I don't, I don't know what the joke is, but there's something there and I'm just trying to figure it out. (laughs) Uh, mm. Juan in in the patron chat asked, "Where's the chicken review?" It, it's with edit uh, with Brandon for editing. So there's there's a lot that's going on in that. You Narukami, what if somebody da- donated four twenty sixty nine? I I don't know. I I literally then spent, I really wouldn't even know what spent to do. My neurons yeah. Yeah. on on this idea. So yeah, I know. <laughs> if, if somebody does that, I I will let you dictate the terms of the stream as long as they're not sexual in nature. How's that? But oh God, <laughs> Amy talking about oh my! Amy's talking about our tub and the fact that she has like pretty glowing rock salt for ambience. I do not agree to this. That was all Steve. So <laughs> I, there you go. Listen, I also, I also, I just want to point out. I didn't say that I would not be uh, that that I that I would wear hot tub appropriate attire. I will be fully clothed. I will just be <laughs> in water. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but because it was just, it felt like low hanging fruit. But now I feel okay pointing it out because all in that in our live audience chat did too, saying, I will let you dictate. I was like, you're saying it's not sexual, C, but then you said dictating. And I'm just like, there's, mm. <laughs> mm. Listen, you know, <laughs> I, I said on our last episode that I would suffer for the fans for free, but apparently I'll also do it for exactly $69. So... Apparently so. <laughs> also, Skullkid oh, Tiger boy. says hashtag. <laughs> Wet Steve Wednesday. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh oh my god. man. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have like a tray, like like a in tub tray with like snacks on it. Fuck it. I'm going vacation. <laughs> we might have, to have Brandon hostess that you can have all your electronics. <laughs> in oh, are the you tub. kidding me? I got like an articulate. I didn't realize it was already the the post show, man. Oh, by the way, Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to apologize no. to you, Chris, that you're here for this. Oh, no. For this, no, no, no. Good. If it's appropriate for this expected. conversation, it's Chris and the <laughs> FTCR guys. Fair enough. Yeah, fair we, enough. Yeah, this is just another day for me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. You guys have a great audience. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh my uh, god. Oh god. Well, let's go ahead and for some from interesting, hopeful, yeah. I guess, news. I don't know, to just unfortunate things. How are we supposed to take this? Oh my oh. god. I can tell you how. Let's let's talk about a story about Sackboy. That's how you that's how yeah. you take this from Before one to the other. That, since we're still in the middle, Joshua Rhodes with a fifty dollar donation says, Here, I'll cover the snack. So there you go, Steve. Have some Woo! snack money. Oh my it, god! We chicken wings during the episode. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, right. suffice to say, thank you all so much for your uh, incredible, incredible support. I mean, it may be for scary reasons right now, but thank you all so much for the incredible dona- donation. Also, yeah. we have one more super chat, Derek. Yeah, sketch at MPM with three dollars yes. ninety nine cents, saying, "I want Steve to get drunk and explain DBZ lore." Listen, <laughs> hey, all I want you that need too. to do is meet me at E3 or PAX or anywhere else. And at some bar somewhere, I have done that. <laughs> um, in fact, I have a deal with uh, Imran who wrote the fanbite story that next time I see him at a show, I am going to pick out like the worst Dragon Ball shirt I can find. Like I'm talking like 90s bowler style shirt with like blue Oof. flames and like Goku and Yamcha on it for no I reason. I remember those. I'm going to get one of those, so you'll know where to find me. Although, I I may, Patreon Patreon only, patreon.com slash gvgaming, if you want to see me do something that stupid, uh, I I could probably do a Patreon-exclusive drunk-ass Dragon Ball lore video. Uh, We'll see. Nice. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Well, (laughs) with that out of the way. With that out of the way, exactly. Let's go ahead and move on to the next uh, story that involves Sackboy, as Ash said. (laughs) So the little big planet servers were taken down recently due, due to hackers inserting hateful error messages, which is why, why would you do that mm. on this old game? Because it's apparently people gonna people. Exactly. It's just apparently due to the severity of the recent attacks, they have had no other option than to disable the game servers. That must've been horrible, horrible to have to do that many, to have to do that something of that severity. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess people are just gonna are just gonna cause shit. Some well, they're always gonna be bad faith actors who will just oh yeah do shit because they can, right? Unfortunately, what do what else do you even say about this? It's just it sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh, it's disgusting, man. I I what is the point? What is the point of of attacking a a thirteen year old game? This game came mm-hmm. out in oh eight. <laughs> and you're you're still messing with the community like what's the purpose it's like, like oh it's old enough that we won't get in trouble and they just sort of go for it. it's like ah nobody will notice but no people mm-hmm. still play a bunch of old games a lot of kids play these games yeah that's mm-hmm. yeah that's where i draw the line like i get it you know well i mean you shouldn't be posting offensive shit in games you play or anywhere really but Come on, like they they have to have got some kids with this, and that's terrible. And even even if they didn't, what is the value in doing something like this? You clearly have some kind of considerable talent. You're hacking Sony's servers. You couldn't just use that for good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hackers for good never really happens. <laughs> Sometimes, but not often. Yeah, and as as Becca's live in the uh, in our live audience chat says, I hate that this is normalized. I agree. Like it's almost yep. to the point. It's gotten to the point where it's not even that. Like we're reporting on it because it's surprising. I mean, it's, it's worth talking about. But when I see something like that these days, I have to admit, I'm like, oh yeah, 
people being shitty. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. And it's just, mm. yeah, it, it's just a shame. Uh, well, there's really not much else to say other than they yeah, just screw these people. So <laughs> we had to go from such a fun moment and just weirdness to this <laughs> down of a story. So yeah, right. Let's, get, another let's get away moment. from there. People, people going to suck. Uh, just move on to story eight, where it's, uh, speaking of old games getting updates, 18 years later, the Halo PC port is getting visual fixes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean we we were just this talking is... about better late than never for Twitch. This is this is another better late than never story. Almost two decades, really. Well, this is such an interesting story. Uh, so the original Halo PC port was handled by Gearbox, like the Borderlands guys, right? And oh, yeah. it has hmm. been the code base that has been used for every original Halo PC port since then. So. Every other version of Halo that's come out in the ensuing 18 years has been based off of what honestly was not a very good port by Gearbox. And 343, who has since, you know, assumed control of Halo from Bungie, uh, is deciding after all this time that they want to fix it. They, they want to make it right. So there's an insider build, like a preview or beta build of Master Chief Collection that includes a, a fixed up port of halo one in there and it's still very uh incomplete like there are there are textures that just aren't good uh or are somehow worse (laughs) than than the ones in the gearbox (laughs) port but uh you know the fact that they're even actively trying to do this is really cool i love the fact that halo fans on pc are are finally going to get a port that at least lines up with the xbox version at a minimum uh you know, because we don't have these problems. If you're playing it on a console, it, it, Halo 1 looks fine because uh, they're using the original Halo 1. Um, so, I, I don't know. It's it's cool that Microsoft and, and 343 are going out of their way after all this time to fix this long-running issue with Halo. Just and, and it's not like they're re-releasing it for more money. They're just doing it to be kind to the community, which I think is really cool. And they're not even, you know, definitely out here mm-hmm. running press releases about it. It's just kind of quietly happening. Yeah, and that's certainly something I can appreciate and get behind for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a nice little thing. Uh, I mean, I remember uh, people playing the PC version. is like, oh, okay, that's, that's that's cool. I mean, I haven't played the original Halo in so long. I, I have really <laughs> not a lot to say about this other than, like, that's cool. Yeah, I you, mean. Chris? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Chris. I'm not much of a Halo guy, yeah. Yeah. I won't lie, but I'm just looking at the screenshots on this IGN article, and I wish there was just like a little like something to point at for if you're not too familiar with the original Halo or anything, because I'm looking at these comparisons. And outside of the one of the dude where it shows all three in the same shot, I'm just kind of squinting at this like some of this I can see a difference on like the ship, but a lot of it's going over my head. But I'm happy to hear it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I guess, I mean, I. I'm not a big Halo guy either, but I also, from just kind of osmosis by hearing about it, I know that 343 has not always had the best track record with uh, regard to the Master Chief collection. So I, I, I imagine that any cool little positive olive branches they can extend to the community, they're going to do it, right? Because I know that yeah. overall their their story has not been a positive one, or at least not a uniformly positive one, uh, with regard to the Master Chief collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
that's about the best you can put it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, cool, cool that they're doing it. It's a nice little um, show of good faith, I think is the best way to put it. It's just reaching out to that community. It's like, hey, here you go. Here, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, yeah, sorry. I, I, I like the Halo series. I just haven't played it in a while, mainly since Reach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think Microsoft We're is really actually. targeting infinite as like a jumping on point for lapsed fans it feels like a a reboot of the franchise more than like a direct sequel to five Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm hopeful i mean e3's around the corner we should learn more about infinite i would hope um you know microsoft is one of the few companies that still is confirmed to have like a big presence at whatever form e3 takes i submitted my Mm -hmm. application today i have no clue what that means uh, I know. What is, what is the, that is another yeah. question. Like, what does the media badge get you for E3 this year? We exactly. It's such a weird, yeah, such a weird thing. Yeah. So either way, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be covering E3, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited I, to see more from Halo Infinite. It is just a cool, nice, you know, nice thing to close out the, the show with that Microsoft yeah. is doing something nice and there's no real nice little show incentive. There's no money. It's just, nice to do for the community and they're not even trying to promote the fact they're doing it so good on you microsoft good on you 343 fixing a long broken port is a really cool thing to do i'm with you guys though i don't really know what the differences are but it is really nice (laughs) to see and hey you know if if it makes people happy that's a good thing exactly cool well with that i believe we've covered all the major headlines from today's news uh but before we sign off chris where can everybody find you at uh main way is twitter.com slash fan or just type fan into youtube i'll pop right up pretty much so pretty easy nice can i plug one thing though before we of end course. of course if you weren't okay. I, pro- I was gonna do it I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah uh derek might even pop in on this one but this saturday may 29th at 3 p.m eastern time me and the golden bolt who i believe was on your season one finale if i remember uh, right yes. i think so yeah yes yeah uh, we're going to be racing for, um, you can just easily find it at twitch.tv slash the charity room. We're doing an event called Race It and Clank Clock Blockers. We're raising money for the American Heart Association. He's a super big ratchet guy, so he's going to be playing the original Ratchet and Clank. And I kind of know Ratchet, so I'm going to be racing against him with the shorter PS4 version. And somewhere between his knowledge and my relative this um we'll hopefully have a good time and raise a lot of money there but i don't know who's gonna win i kind of told him about how long my side should take but either way it's for fun and we're raising money for a good cause so you want to nice. stop by that and check that out Very i didn't realize you were racing him in the new version like i didn't realize old versus new yeah no if we were both playing ps2 he'd win landslide but since the ps4 version is kind of shorter we're hoping that kind of makes it work out a little better so plus people can actually Peter compare the visual differences right off the bat because they're similar but very different games right yeah um, and he knows way way too much about ratchet and clank so at worst it should be informative to watch so oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to his uh up your arsenal uh video so yeah very cool yeah, this should be coming out really soon by the way mm-hmm. so so Yep, you guys know how much of a Ratchet and Clank fan I am, so I definitely want to tr- see if I can pop, find the time to pop in there and at least say hi to you guys because uh, it, it does sound like a lot of fun. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely check that out. 
but of course, uh, we also have to give a very special thanks to all of our patrons, big and small, but especially those at the producer tier, as this show just would not be possible without all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you for indulging in Steve's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but of course, a massive, massive thank you to our executive producer, uh, producers and above. And that includes Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan Entwistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Aiko Carroll, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotek, 112, Macalau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Emerald, Azran127, Ken Roulet09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Geeky, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug, Doug, Doug Shomix, uh, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wigoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Masterlinks, Deneth, Coda, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straightlace, Hooby, Wolf X Blake, Moon Macarons, Ascaron 8809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa, Bo- Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kotar <laughs> Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Wheezy Penguin, Derek, Steven Nelson, uh, Ray Clawson Jr., and Nathan the Voice Actor. Whew, thank you right. so, so much <laughs> to all of you. Um, and remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can get access to our exclusive post-show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. And uh, including, I guess, Steve's potential drunken ramblings on <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. It might happen. <laughs> Who knows? Start training for that right now. There you go. <laughs> so thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for good time, more good times like these. So until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.